You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. It's time for Geeks Pub, and uh, I'm Tim Robertson. David Cohen is, of course, here. David, but we've got two more guests because everyone's in quarantine and bored out of their minds at home. Exactly. Everyone wants a podcast when they've got nothing better to do. <laughs> All of a sudden, you got a whole bunch of people like, hey, I'll come on the show. <laughs> First of all, uh, longtime co-host, uh, occasional co-host of TechFan is Owen Rubin. Hello, Owen. Hi there. I'm stuck in the house. <laughs> well, I read some, uh, of course, you know, being the longtime Mac guy, Apple guy as I am, and David is, I read that Apple had basically told everyone you are working from home, and you work for Apple again. I mean, you worked there back in the 80s, but yep. you are back with Apple, and you are working from home. I am. They uh, basically said, if you can work from home, goodbye. Go home. So we do everything virtually. Yep. Owen said, I barely work anyways, so I might as well just stay at home. <laughs> Don't tell them that. <laughs> they, they're not listening. Uh, and Donnie Yankelo. Hello, Donnie. Hey. My One of my favorite artists of all time. Uh, thank you. <laughs> so you are working from home because? I'm, I'm actually not working theoretically right now because I'm a teacher and our school system's closed for at least the next week, which I expect will be extended to much longer yeah it's going to be extended no question our school district's under the same thing and our kids are home until i think the first week of april which is spring break and they're still going to honor the spring break holiday so our kids basically get a month off of school i think it'll be longer yeah i'm i'm getting that suspicion um i am not working from home uh, we're still selling cars, well, theoretically. Um, and I still go in every day, but we're going to go to a shortened schedule. And, yeah, we'll see how it goes. But I'm spending more time at home, let me put it that way. So I thought it would be fun, since we have a bunch of people that are... And, and you're working from home a lot, too, yes, David? Uh, yeah, I basically... I started working from home primarily at the end of last week, um, yep. and I haven't been in at all this week. And, uh, yeah, the nature of my work is that provided our clients are happy with us doing everything by conference call rather than coming to meet them, then we can do that. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, that's where we are at the moment. And, you know, here in Britain, we've got the, pri- the Prime Minister came on TV last night and basically said like 12 that. weeks is what we're looking at for this. So. My Belkin, I, I just got a new speaker to test. Actually, I got two, and I accidentally touched the Sony phone sitting on top of the charger, and it said the microphone is on. It's a Google right. Assistant. So now I think it's listening to us. We're in trouble. <laughs> did, did you hear it say the microphone is on? I heard something. I did, yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, how do I turn off the microphone? Wait, is that it? The mic is muted. Oh, there we go. <laughs> I did it. I want to do it again. The mic's back on. The mic is muted. I, I, I don't think I'll ever get sick of that. Um, Sony phone it's it's kind of funny. It says the mic's back on. It doesn't say uh, the mic is on. It's like you've turned it back on. It's uh, a two, it's a two-year-old Xperia, David, or uh, Owen. Um, the only thing I ever really use it for is when I um, do a Facebook Live video when I'm playing arcade games. Uh, it works good for that. I have a Z3 um, on my but I wanted to see if I wasn't sure if this one had the induction charging or not, so I put it on this Belkin speaker that I haven't even listened to the audio yet. I, all I've done is plug it in, and sure enough, it's charging up the Sony phones. So that answered that question. I already knew the iPhone was induction charging, of course, so uh, I want to see if this one was. And yeah, it's charging up this phone, and it seems like it's a pretty fast charger too. But I'll talk about these speakers on the next tech fan next week because. Um, I've got a Denon and I've got a Belkin speaker system, and they're going to be uh, worthy of conversation. So let's start, though, stuck at home when you're not actually working uh, from (laughs) home and you have some free time. Let's start with you, Donnie. Um, What are you doing? What are you watching? What's what's worth streaming? What's worth streaming? Well, um, we watch... um 
that's because I have a son in my house and his friends have explored YouTube a lot. They've put us on to a show on YouTube called Good, Good Mythical Morning. Oh, my God. I've never heard of it. I, it's actually paused on my screen right now. But I was we watched watching that yeah, right we, before. It, those guys are hysterical. Two best friends since first grade. And uh, I don't know if you've ever seen the um, Umaboshi episode. I've seen Sour Plum. I, I, I've been in tears watching them sometimes. It's just so yeah, funny. My, my, I've never watched it myself, but my kids are massive fans of Good Mythical Morning. They're good-hearted fun they do some stupid things they got away from the stunty stuff that they used to do early in their career uh, i've been watching them for probably five years now um and they used to do really dumb things like st- set stuff on fire and they don't do stuff like that anymore it's mostly them sitting at a desk table if you will um e- eating is is a big thing of the show they'll eat a lot of different stuff hot stuff and like right now, uh, surprising food combos that are scientifically proven is the new episode that came out today. And it's what goes with what. And it's kind of – their reactions is really kind of what you watch. But they're so popular now. They've been on Jimmy Fallon a few times even. Yeah. And it's it's mostly family-friendly for the most part. I, I 100% agree. Yep. Um, and they occasionally will have a big star on there. Uh, I right. saw Terry Crews on there once. I was like, oh, it's Terry Crews. I love Terry Crews. Um, but, yeah, no, it's it's one of those shows that when you start watching it, you're going to go through their back catalog. You you, yeah. you won't be able to help yourself. And it, they're hilarious. Yeah, they're great. They're really, and, really um, good pick. We've also, we are, I must, I'm going to assume you watch this, too, in your house, Tim. Uh, Dude Perfect? No, I don't Maybe know that not. one. Oh, dude, perfect. It's kind of like the story of Good Mythical Morning. It's a bunch of college friends who put a trick shot video on YouTube that went viral, and now they're huge. They do trick shot videos, different sports videos. They, um, they're they so big, they go on, they started going on tour last summer. Um, this week, they've been streaming live at 8 o'clock Eastern every night to kind of give people something to watch. Um, again, Family friendly, um, a lot of fun to watch. Isn't it amazing how something like YouTube, which really is free distribution for content creators, it really is. In fact, it can pay you if you get big enough, although 99.9% of people who produce content um, on YouTube or have in the past, which Donnie, you have and I have, David, you've you've had stuff up there. Yeah. Um, we're not going to make any money on it. But yet, the big ones are. But more importantly, it gives an outlet for places like um, Good Mythical Morning to right. to go in and create their content and create a fan base without corporate overlords, without you know a, a bigger company saying you can do this and you cannot do that. Um, it's kind of you know I know Owen's here. But I know it's Apple is doing a lot of really cool stuff with Apple. TV Plus now, um, but ultimately they're a big corporation. They're only going to let some things on the air, whereas something like YouTube is, unless it's harmful, unless it's a death scene or you know something like that, anybody can create any kind of content. And if you can find an audience, more power to you. And that's what these creators are doing. And at a time where people are stuck at home, what a perfect time for them to create this kind of content that people can enjoy because they're sitting at home doing nothing anyway. Exactly, and in the case of Good Mythical Morning and Dude Perfect, it it they're having you can tell they're having fun and it's authentic and not phony and they're enjoying what they're doing and I don't think they would keep they might keep doing it because they're making tons of money. But I know the um, Good Mythical Morning crew has tried to branch out and do some scripted stuff. They were part of that whole you know the paid tier on uh, YouTube for a while. None of that stuff has really panned out for them. It really is about what they're good at, and I hope they just kind of stick with that and stop trying to do any kind of a scripted show. Yeah, they've gone on tour also. They have a um, little live thing in iTunes you can uh, you can rent to watch of their any, tour that they did last year. Is it any good? It, it, it wasn't great, but it was – if you need something to watch, it, it's something you can watch. It's, it's funny that a few years ago um, – 
when Alexander was much younger, he was into um, one of these guys who played Minecraft online, um, which is another. It, I, I mean, I, I think if you look at uh, look at the rise of those sorts of channels of people playing video games online, I would I would argue that you wouldn't have the success of things like Twitch and uh, esports and that sort of thing now if YouTube hadn't allowed guys to just basically do shows where they were just playing video games online and talking. I mean, they, that's where you, where that format originated. And this guy, um, he's called Dan TDM. Um, he's one of the biggest, one of the one of the bigger YouTube stars. Um, and uh, a few years ago, yeah, uh, Alexander found out that he was doing a tour. And so he asked us if we could go to see this guy live. And it was the most bizarre experience I've ever had because um, we we all we all went as a family, yeah. This Alexander must have been about nine or ten, I guess, yeah. So Charlotte was Charlotte was much younger, um, but she'd also watched this show with Alexander because he watched it on on TV on the YouTube. So we went to this, and it was it was this theatre full of these you, you, quite young kids. <laughs> along with a, a whole load of non-plussed and bemused parents but it was like a it was like a rock concert before it started the kids all started spontaneously charging chanting we want dan we want dan you know and, and these kids were like you know under 10 it was really really bizarre and, did you and just so watch him play minecraft on stage no no he he did he did a show i mean he he basically did a show structured around some of the people and characters he'd had on his channel um he because basically as as he developed it it became less about him just playing games and more about the characters that he introduced in the games and that sort of thing so he had this kind of you know very loosely scripted thing where where there was a story it was obviously it was aimed at kids you know um and uh, so, but but each of these uh, characters that he kind of brought out, a lot of them were, were screen characters that, you know, the like animations, you know, again, the kids were anticipating all of this. It was really, really odd that somebody, and, the, and at the time, this guy was only about 23, 24, you know, this guy created this complete, um, you know, scene, virtually, that all these kids knew of via YouTube, and then they wanted to see him live. Um, and of course... <laughs> <laughs> the nature of uh, it shows you how things repeat, how life repeats itself. Uh, I asked Alexander uh, probably about two, three years ago. He's nearly 18 now. I said, oh, do you still watch Dan TDM? He went, no, he sold out. <laughs> I just thought that was so funny that he yeah. sold out, you know. <laughs> yeah, Brooke gets that way with music. She'll get into a, a, a singer or a musician um, or a band and then all of a sudden one of their songs pop and it hits the radio and she's yeah. she loses interest pretty quickly that's right yeah and she said the same thing she he said they sold out <laughs> yeah isn't that a good thing that means they're successful exactly yeah it's like it's like they, when you get the chance and somebody offers you a big check you're gonna sell out just like everyone else honey <laughs> yeah and but i i get where their the mentality comes from on that you know this is yeah. mine yeah. You know, this is a secret little thing that they don't get because this is ours and he's yeah. he's one of us. And then all of a yeah. sudden he's not anymore and he's at a whole different level and ah, he sold out. I lost interest. Yeah. So what about you, uh, Owen? What's what's keeping your attention, if you will, when you're not working from home, but you are home? Do we lose Owen? I'm losing. So, yeah, I was oh. muted. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> uh, we're, we're catching up on movies. That's one thing we're doing. Hey, can you hear me? All right. We can. Yep. Yep. Okay. Um, so we're catching up on movies. Some good, some pretty awful. Uh, mm. Something, David, you probably know about. The, I'm watching the new War of the Worlds. Oh, I'm watching that. Uh, that is great. <laughs> yeah, no, it's no, won't. no. That is not great to watch in today's day and age. <laughs> I, I watched the first five episodes, four episodes, last weekend. Oh yeah, that everything is closing down and people are staying home. And no, that puts you in a weird. That's, I think it's that's not why good. we watched it. <laughs> I, I went the, the after the third episode. I went outside to check the mailbox and I'm looking down the street for <laughs> robot dogs. <laughs> that was not good. <laughs> That's, nope. So that so in movies we watch you know we're watching all these different movies on Netflix 
uh, watched an Ali Wong one uh, last night. Uh, um, Always be my maybe. Oh, that Keanu, was pretty good. Yeah, Keanu Reeves was hysterical in that. Oh, he he, and he plays Keanu Reeves. He plays Keanu Reeves. <laughs> that yeah, was you want to hate him because you want the the you know the main guy to get the girl, but yet it's Keanu Reeves and he's so freaking cool. Was it was very funny. And then yeah. uh, Star Trek Picard. I'm actually a fan. I know a lot of people are not. I'm still oh, a fan. I, We're big fans here. Yeah, 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 huge. We love Star Trek uh, Picard. I I think it's. Uh, I think it's better than Discovery so far. Yeah. And not just for the nostalgia f- factor. I mean, that obviously this is a character that we all know and love. I don't know anybody who hates the, the character of Picard. Um, but the story itself is is good, not great. Um, but it's Slow it's, to start. Oh, yes, very slow to start. I'm two episodes behind right now. Okay. No, no spoilers then. No. No. At the when when the season's over, David and I will probably do a whole review of the show and talk about it and spoil everything. But um, <laughs> I, I'm enjoying the heck out of it. And the only reason I'm behind is I, I want to bank a few and really kind of splurge it all at once. Yeah, we've been watching them as they come down because it's hard to get my wife to watch some of the stuff that I want to watch, and this one she liked so. Uh, so you're making an effort to watch stuff with your wife? Yes. Well, I should make a note of that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why we where are the worlds. She watched the second episode. And she goes, "I'm out." <laughs> she was just like that. She was done. Yeah, that was. Uh, it's a really good season. Are they are they doing a second season season on it? Yeah, but you got it like six months ago, right? Um. I want, uh, no, it, it came out. It came out on Amazon Prime here the same time it came out in the US. Oh, okay, yeah, because they said it was a BBC release six months ago on the list that I saw it on. That's so I what I saw it, too. It must have been broadcast, maybe. I don't know. Or, or you just missed it, David, because um, I'm not saying how, but I have all the episodes and they're on a <laughs> hard drive. And in <laughs> in this place had had it for a couple months. Right. So I just accidentally on, clicked the button and it accidentally somehow got on my computer. It's that, on that Epics. Can here. Sometimes it's on the Epics Movie Network here for some reason. So yeah, but it's only episode at a time. I think they're like yeah up to episode <laughs> six, and there's six. ten episodes altogether. Yeah, we're watching them slowly. Yeah, I'm, I'm on episode five. I think I just finished episode five. I'll get more to it, but uh, actually. No, I think they're all on on Epics now. Yeah, they are. They're all on, on Epics. Stre- on streaming. Yeah, I haven't. Yeah. I should go look at that. So, yeah. So it's more mainstream stuff. Uh, I have not watched this thing that you guys are talking about, but I was looking it up as you were talking. The Good Mythical Morning, and who wouldn't want to put glow sticks and things? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's you have to try it, right? I have a box of them. I'm going to go try this. <laughs> and they do stuff like uh, trying the world's hottest pepper. Yeah, those are hysterical. Yeah. We're figuring, we're figuring out where different foods are from and throwing darts at a board is a game. <laughs> you do a lot yeah. of games. A lot of games. It's, it's, yeah, I'm going to go watch this. It's good stuff. Um, anything else that you're watching, Owen? Oh, boy, I could probably go through a long list. I'm catching up on all the... Uh, the DC stuff on TV that has been recorded, I've never, I haven't watched for a while. I've dropped oh, some of them. The Arrowverse stuff. Yeah, it's, it's it got it's getting bad. It. I gave up on it two years ago. Yeah. I I watched this year's crossover because it sounded fantastic, and they kind of brought all of these other stars from other DC projects, right? Like the, the guy from thing. Smallville, yeah. And they even had the Flash from the movies on for one episode for just a scene, yeah. but still. Um, but it's just really bad. Yeah, it's it, gotten awful. So it, it's I'm, awful. I may delete everything. I just can't. I can't watch them anymore. But I've been trying to catch up on those. It feels like a soap opera. Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's got to that point. Yeah, but it, I mean, the channel it's on the CW is kind of, uh, you know, it's aimed at aimed at a younger market who maybe appreciates a bit more of the what they would call character driven stuff you you're right tim it's kind of so proper ish yeah um but the problem isn't it, i don't mind that aspect of it because the first 
the first three seasons of Arrow was fantastic. The first season of Flash was so good. It was. Yeah. And it's the writing itself has just gone to the toilet. Um, it's just really, really bad. Yep. Oh, well. Yeah, it, makes me, it makes me think that the main writers left. Because, uh, I think Black Lightning was the first one to go because it was the same story every week. Yeah, and, and and you know I watched the first couple episodes and I I couldn't have cared less. The the none of the characters struck me as interesting even a little bit. I agree. Yeah, the the, the thing that kind of bothered me about Black Lightning and and this bothers me about a lot of that type of show done particularly done on American TV is it is it it, it the, because it's about black characters they they put them in a universe where virtually 90% of the people they know and interact with are all black. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, and, yep. and I look at that and I think, well, okay, I understand what you're trying to do, but um, surely real life isn't quite like that. Uh, and it, and it kind of emphasizes the, the, you know, it, sometimes to me and, and, you know, maybe I'm off base in this because obviously I don't, I'm, I'm not black myself and I don't live in that culture, but it implies that, you know, that, that, that people like that only want to, interact with their own with people of their own skin color and, and you know full well that that's not real life no you know it, it almost it almost like like they're living in some sort of ghetto you know <laughs> obviously a, it's often like a middle class type ghetto but it's nevertheless it's a ghetto and, and I've, i'm having watched a lot of american tv as i've spent time in, in the u.s growing up I always came across like this, that whenever you saw a show that was very heavily, inf- uh, you know, had, had black stars in it, it was the same thing. They were all like, you know, the Cosby show back in the day. It was all it was all like that, you know. Well, <laughs> my, problem kind of with, my problem with Black Lightning was that I thought it was going to be something different. And that's what I was look, kind of looking forward to. And yet they, they went back to the old tropes, gang yeah. violence. And it's yeah. just like, really? You can't do anything. This is what you come up with. Really? Did you not see Black Panther? That's, <laughs> yeah. you know, if you're going to focus on a minority character like that, that's the way you do it. You you don't make him interesting because he's a minority. You make him interesting. And look, yeah. he's a minority. That's the way things should be if you want good writing. And and Black Lightning just didn't do that. Yeah. The, the entire universe, though, that they're creating over there or that they had created has just really gotten bad. The things just, feel forced to me. Exactly. Well, they have to have they have to have, uh, have two women get together, two guys get together, and they have to they overshow it. I think it's. Mm-hmm. Uh, and some of the CGI is just really atrocious. <laughs> uh, in, in today's day and age, when you know how good it can be, and then they show you know some of the stunts, you're just like, ugh, it's so bad. Well, yeah, but the reason for that is not is not because the um, of the budgets or anything, it's just because they're churning stuff out so quickly. Network television, they've got to make one every week. And that's the so, problem, I think. Yeah. If, if they limited themselves to say, okay, The Flash is going to be eight episodes this year. Yeah. Arrow is going to be five. Um, and then we're all going to have one big crossover episodes every year. But you limit yourself to how many episodes, not... We have to have 24 episodes because that's the season. Um, that's where the problems come in. And well, that's I where I think the streaming sorry. services are kicking everyone's butt. David, I see something that I like about uh, British TV because we watch a lot of BBC America here as well. Yeah. Is that they tend to do a series that starts and ends. And here yeah. they seem to design them to drag on forever. Well, the difference there, and I, and I can uh, talk about this a little bit because I'm like you, Owen. I watch a lot of BBC stuff as well. Um, and that's because the BBC seems to give the the, care, the, the creators of the stuff um, almost an open checkbook. Okay, what do you want to make? Well, I want to make this series. Here's the idea. It's probably going to be about four to five episodes or three episodes like Sherlock, but each episode is going to be almost a movie in, in length. Um, but we've only got stuff for th- three episodes. Great. Let's do it. So the creators are almost in charge until they screw up, of course. Um, yeah, the the other thing here is that is that uh, I mean most British TV companies will commission a series, right? And that is they commission that one series. It's not you're right. You're you're commissioned, and then every year you get a renewal. It's like you're commissioned for that series. So often, what will happen is if a series is successful, it will be about eighteen months or two years before you get the next set because that's basically how they 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 
they distribute it they they publish it it's broadcast there's often then a big buzz around it if it's very popular uh, and then they start talking about doing the next one but obviously then they have to line up the actors again because they're not on contract and so it often takes a while but the advantage of that is when you're doing it in discrete chunks is yes you are telling a closed story um, you might leave things open if you're hoping to get renewed again, but um, but you you generally tend to resolve things, uh, and then and then yeah, then the the team is because they're all brought together to do that one show. That's all they're focused on, um, and often as well, yeah, they, they, it's all written by a group or a single writer who writes the entire show, so it comes across as a lot more coherent. Um, very good example of this, and and that there's a number of very good shows that are kind of one one writer shows that, that that have been 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 on here in britain recently uh the the one that probably you've heard of the most in the states is killing eve oh that's great yeah which is a fantastic show absolutely yeah. fantastic um but there's another cut there's a couple of um of police procedurals as well that are very good there's one called line of duty that's excellent and this is about a um a, a police the police investigating police looking for corrupt cops inside uh, the British police system. And it's brilliant. It's really, really good. I'm so what about right you, down. David? Yeah, I, I wrote it down, too. <laughs> so what about you, David? What are you what's occupying your time? Well, so so I've been um, I've been it's weird for me because because I am working from home, so I don't have as much time as you might imagine. Um I've been keeping up in stuff with Alexander that that we like to watch together, so like Star Trek Picard and, and that sort of thing. Um, I've actually been playing a lot more video games than I have been um, been watching TV the last couple of weeks. What are you playing? Um, <laughs> I said this at the end of the day, it's weird that a game this old can hold my attention. I'm replaying the original Doom and Doom 2 on really? the Switch. Yeah, and um, it's, you know, it's really good. It's really, really good, even though the graphics are low res. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, obviously you can't, you don't have the level of freedom you have in modern games. This is a game from 1993, and yet I've had a blast playing through it. I really have, and it's not, it's not easy by any stretch of the imagination, even compared to modern video games. Um, and, well, uh, actually, and yeah, older yeah. games are generally harder than newer yeah. ones. Yeah, but you, you would think something like, if you compared, say, a modern Call of Duty game, first-person shooter, to the original Doom, you'd think, oh, well, surely, because the limitations in Doom, it must be a lot easier, and actually, no, it's not. Level design is fantastic, there's so much to, to see and find. So I've been really enjoying that, I've just finished the the first, um, the first three episodes of the original Doom and then they, they did one a bit later on that apparently is not as good so I'm moving on to Doom 2 now uh, and I'll be kind of enjoying that because it's the sort of thing that you know when we're not worrying about where we're getting food from or what the kids are up to <laughs> and that sort of thing I could just pick it up uh, and play it for, for half an hour an hour and then pause it and stop it when I need to go and look at something else so, yeah, what platform? Um, you know, uh, on the Switch the Nintendo Switch, Switch. yeah I haven't had my Switch in my hands in I don't know how long. Cole has kind of adopted it at this point. Um, yeah. I keep I keep threatening I'm going to get a, another Switch, and his eyes lit up, and I said, it's not going to be for you. It's going to be for yeah. me. So I can actually, because I've been wanting to go back and play Zelda some more. Yeah. Um, but I have to figure out, the problem is, all my saved data is on that Switch. And the only data that I really care about is Breath of the Wild. Um but I don't want to start over, but yet I don't think I can just sign into this account on a new machine without nuking the old one, and all his save data on all the other games that he plays on there would get nuked. So This is the, unfortunately, this is the downside of the Nintendo ecosystem. It's yep. great in a lot of ways, but when it comes to actually moving games between systems, um, you you know, you'd think it's like a iOS or something where you just sign in with your account and download everything, and it just doesn't work like that at all. Right. It's all or nothing, and you know, I, I think I'm going to have to start over, which isn't the end of the world, but... Ugh. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Because, you know, a year and a half ago, I was talking about the NES, Super NES collections that they're now doing on um, on Nintendo, and I paid for that. And yet, I, I haven't downloaded any of the newer stuff that they've, you know, come out with because I don't, I don't get to see my Switch anymore. 
So I we've got the regular switch that hooks up to the TV, and then I have the switch light, which is the one that I use, and that's mine. Yeah. Um, and that was my solution to that problem, because otherwise I would have the, exactly the same issue. Well, I'm going to get a switch for free. Um, Must be I, nice. I do, well, <laughs> it, it's part of a rewards thing with oh. Toyota. Is is your if you're a good salesman, you get different. There's basically bronze, silver, and gold. Um, selling enough cars. Well, I got bronze in my first year. I got silver in the second. I got bronze again in my third. Um, and so you get what's called truck points, and you can use those to buy stuff. And I'm waiting for my new truck points to show. I check every morning; it hasn't shown up. Um, <laughs> but a switch is going to cost me like fifty two hundred truck points. Or no, uh, 7,200 truck points. I've only got 5,200 truck points, but I'm waiting for another 3,000 to get deposited. So once that, that happens, I cars that and you sell them? Yeah. Yeah. It's really hard in a smaller market like Kalamazoo, Michigan yeah. uh, to get <laughs> too high. I mean, there's only three tiers, and I've I've hit the first two. I'll never hit gold if I keep selling cars in Kalamazoo. There's just the market's not big enough to support that. Um, but I did, and the only reason I didn't hit silver in my third year is because I was training new salesmen in the two busiest months of the year, and it really cost me a lot of uh, customers and sales. But that's okay. Um, I'm fine with that. They're all working out well. So, um, but yeah, that's it. I'm going to get it. I'm just waiting for these truck points to show up. <laughs> Do you play many video games over there, Donnie? Mostly just on the iPad. We only have a um, original Wii in my house. Yeah. But um, my son's not too much into video games, so we just do it on um, the iPad mostly. Um, Apple Arcade. We've been playing um, the new Crossy Road Castle. Oh, that's really good. That is good. And um, there's the a Crossy Road game. Castle is definitely better on the iPad than the iPhone. By the way, yeah, it's much easier. Yes. Of course, we got old eyes. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you play with a controller or just the touch screen? It, it depends. You know, I found the, with Crossy Road, I just do the touch screen. Yeah. But some of the games in Apple Arcade are much better with the controller. Yeah. What's but, that uh, one that's like Zelda? Oceanhorn 2? Uh, Oceanhorn yeah, 2, Ocean yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I can't even play it with the touch screen. I have to use a controller. Yeah. I couldn't either. It was too hard. Yeah. There's do you think it's good that they're. They're, they're really focusing on games that you have to use a controller on now. I think it's a great thing, personally. It expands the ecosystem, but... I wasn't I, I wasn't sure whether one of the prerequisites of being an Apple Arcade was you had to have controller support in the game. I think they do. I think yeah. they do, too. Yeah. What else are you playing on there, Donnie? There's some Lego game. I can't remember the name of it. Um, it's like Is that the one where you battle? No, it's not the battle game. Let me grab the iPad. Hang on. Yeah, I, I know that Lego Battle game came out, and it looked interesting, but I just know it's going to be full of a bunch of 12-year-olds going to kick my butt every time I sign off. <laughs> I don't even bother. I tried it. I, tried, yeah. I, did. I didn't like why, it at all. Why do you think I played right? Doom from 1993 rather than modern video games? Yeah, well, yeah I'm 100% <laughs> with you. Here it is. Lego Builder's Journey. Journey. Oh, I saw the trailer and for that. That looked like, cool. Um, it, it's really fun, and it's, I couldn't stop playing it once I started do you think Apple Car Arcade is worth the five bucks a month? I think it is. If you're going to use it, we won't ask Owen because he's biased. <laughs> <laughs> I think no if com- they stop no releasing games, it's going to be a problem because they've kind of slowed down in game releases. But if they keep, yeah, but there's so much out, out there though. I mean, there's yeah, only so many games you could really try and play, and that was that was David and I's concern when it first released. That they released with like a hundred games, which is great. But how often are we going to get new games? And if it's slow, then okay. Then is the value really there? Because at least for me speaking, it's great that it released with a hundred games. Ten of them were worth playing to me. I like the Frog game, um, and then the well, not Frogger. There was another one that you were frogs, and you and it was a side scroller, and I kind of liked it. Frogger itself was. Oh, is good. that the turtle? The turtle one? Oh maybe? yeah, turtle. Yeah, turtle. It wasn't frogs. It was a turtle. Yeah, it was some small green creature. Yeah, that one was a lot of fun though. Yep, uh, but they all seem, to be honest, kind of shallow. They didn't feel like they're. Uh, I, 
Ocean Horn, for example. It looks beautiful, but it feels empty. I think if you're used to playing on game systems like you are, you might see that. But like in my house, we don't have the big game system, so the games are fine for us because we're not like super heavy duty gamers. Yeah. Uh, me personally, I've been for when it comes to games. Um, I haven't been playing any of the modern stuff to be honest with you. My um, sixteen-one arcade machine. Oh, never gets really turned off. Number one, there's not a save, so I, it won't save my high scores. And I, <laughs> if I get a high score, I'm like, well, I'm not turning this off for a while. So if you, if you lose power, you're out of luck. I, yeah, I'm SOL, no question. It doesn't draw a lot of power to begin with, and it's got an LCD, um, but it does have a scanline generator on there, so I'm fine there. It still looks good. Um, but I've been playing stuff like uh, Mr. Do, Dig Dug. I got my highest score on Dig Dug just the I other day. Dig Dug. But the nice thing is, I, I get home from work, um, you know, I eat, we do whatever we're going to do with the family, and then I've got an extra 10 minutes, and I'll go play, you know, Mr. Do or Dig Dug. It's Mr. Do. I don't remember Mr. Do. Mr. Do is kind of a Dig Dug type of thing. Um, it, it's hard to explain. You, you, you're underground. You're digging these things. You're a clown. I don't know why. Um, I never understood that either. <laughs> yeah. You, you throw a ball to kill the bad guys, and there's only so many bad guys, and they come out one at a time, but kind of slowly at the beginning. Oh, yeah. I'm looking um, at it now. And you get all the cherries, and we'll clear the level, or you kill all the bad guys, and that'll that'll clear the level. And there's this one main bad guy that comes down occasionally, and if you kill him enough times, it spells out something, and then you get a free guy. Um, it takes all of three minutes to figure out how to play the game, but it's incredibly addicting because, like, when you shoot your ball at somebody, it doesn't come back right away. So if you've got someone hot on your butt, you're kind of screwed. Um, and I can get up to, like, level 10, maybe 11 if I'm really doing well. Uh, but that's about it. I can't get any farther. I'm just yeah, – I don't have skill. That game gets quite hard quickly. It I does. It, it ramps yeah. up really fast. Quite um, amusing, like That music it, sticks in your head. It really does. Oh god! All the all video game music, like in the arcade, stick in your head for a while. I've been I've been playing Amadar quite a bit too. I don't and, know that. Uh, if you you do, if you look, if you do a quick Google search, you'll find Amadar, and you go, oh yeah, I remember that. Um, they call the way the the bad guys move an Amadar sequence, oh. where when it hits the next line, it follows that line. So you can literally sit right below the bad guy, and you know he's not going to get you because he's going to follow the, the the path right above you. And your whole the whole basis of the game is to fill in these squares in solid color. So you got to circle or like circle the square with your guy to fill in the line. But it's tricky because the first level you can go anywhere, and you're collecting basically dots to fill in the square, and then you get a bonus level. And then the next level is, it's almost, uh, um, you're a paintbrush, and you can't break the line to fill in the square. And that's a lot harder. And it repeats between these two type of boards the entire time. It's incredibly addictive. It's so much fun, and I How do you spell Amadar? I can't find it. A-M-A-R. A-M-I-D-A-R. yeah. It's reminded me of Quicks, kind of taking Mr. Quicks or Kicks and putting them together. But it's a lot better. And it's one of these games that almost nobody is really knows about. But when you start playing it, I bet you can even play it in a browser. I'm sure you can. Um, it's extremely fun. And the only offensive weapon you have, if you hit the fire button, it makes the bad guys jump up once. So if they're right on top of you, you can make them jump and you can get away from them. I always forget to do that and I get killed all the time. Um, I suck at the game, but I can't stop playing it. I love it. So I'm spending a lot of time on that arcade machine. And then the other one, I put a Pandora's box in my uh, my horizontal machine. Although a lot of the games are still vertical, but I don't care. And yes, I bought another Scanline generator for that one too, because <laughs> I want them to look authentic. It does make a difference. It makes a huge difference. You, you can't have these old 8-bit arcade games on a 1080p screen all smoothed out. It just looks like, well, it looks like ass. It really does. So you... you I, I put these scan lines, and I know some of them you can get the, the the scan lines generated by the board itself. Those don't look that good. Um, but an actual scan line generator, though, it just looks so much better. But on that machine, believe it or not, 
Um, Cole and I will will find obscure games because there's like 1,500 games on there. We'll find these obscure games like, and I don't know the name of it, but you're like an inchworm or something, and you and you're on the outside of the board, and you have to inch your way through this maze to get certain things and out before something touches your line. And you can play two player, and we have a ball with that one. Hmm. Um, Speaking and, of games, um, Simon from uh, Essential Apple tweeted out this morning that Alto's Adventure and Alto's Odyssey in iOS are temporarily free. I've never played them, but I know they were big hits. Alto's Al Alto Alto's Adventure yeah, and Odyssey, both of them are free right now. They're the ones when you they're where it's like um you're constantly skiing down a slope. They're a lot of fun. So you're on a, on a uh, not a board, but uh, this is the one I remember. Um, as far as movies and stuff like that goes, I haven't watched too many movies lately. Although I did watch Birds of Prey, and I know David, you really liked it. I thought it was terrible. Um, yep. We it was just over that. Yeah, it man, I, it was so predictable. The acting was just kind of bland. Uh, they introduce all these new characters, and they each get maybe five minutes of screen time. And I'm oh, they, yeah, sure about them. I agree it with that. I mean, it, it was a it wasn't a Birds of Prey movie. It's a Harley <laughs> Quinn movie. Yeah, it was Harley Quinn, and yeah, but she needs someone to play off of. The problem with the the reason I liked Harley Quinn. Um, in uh, Suicide Squad, is she played off Will Smith's character extremely well? Yeah, there was always somebody to point out that her antics are really stupid, or she'll smash the the jewelry screen or whatever it was, the purse window, she steals the purse, and they're like, "What is wrong with you?" Yeah. Um, she's like, "I'm a bad guy, dummy." That that was cute. When she's the main character, it's not cute anymore. It's just kind of bland. It's like, yeah, I don't care. Um, so it was missing all of that. The secondary cast was boring. They're trying to save this girl. I don't care. Um, you know, it's Gotham City. That what? Where's Batman? It, I don't know. It just didn't work for me on almost any level. I get why some people like it. It just wasn't that for me. Um, but that being said, um, I'm banking. I've only. I think I'm caught up right now, which sucks. Better Call Saul has returned and. For those who don't know, it's a prequel to Breaking Bad. Any any of you guys watch Better Call Saul? No, I have not. I never watched Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. That's Breaking the one my wife out of. <laughs> yeah, Alexander just tried to get into Breaking Bad, and uh, after a few episodes, he came to me and said, "said uh, I can't get into this." He said, "It's very violent." It is. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's not the age group for. Breaking Bad. Well, no, he's, he's, eight, he's 18 now. I mean, nearly 18. He's, he's, he's in the age group, but um, I just think it's a bit it's a bit too gritty for him. Well, you you got to understand the the plight of the main character at the beginning of the movie, and an 18-year-old's yeah. really not going to get, oh, my God, I've got cancer. What am I going to do about my family? Yeah. That's something hard for an 18-year-old to relate to. Yeah. You know, Um I, I think Breaking Bad is probably one of the very best television series of all time. Uh, I, I rank it higher than The Sopranos. Um, huh. And Better Call Saul, I think, is actually a better show. I'm more interested and invested in these characters, especially the main character, than Breaking Bad. It's that good. I think Better Call Saul is one of those shows that you don't have to have ever watched Breaking Bad to enjoy Better Call Saul, which is rare when it comes to prequels and stuff. Um, but if you did, you're going to get some of these characters when they show up. You're like, oh, my God, that's so-and-so. Um, he gets killed by such-and-such in the future. Um, it, it, it's just brilliant writing and brilliant, brilliant acting. And it's shot wonderfully. It, it's one of those shows that... I can't believe everyone isn't talking about it all the time, although it's hard to compete with something like Good Mythical Morning. That's just so much fun to watch. <laughs> Is it violent? Like, Yes. Yeah. Well, not to the extent that Breaking Bad was. <clears throat> no. it's not. My that. wife walked out on episode two of Breaking Bad. She said, nope, I'm out. She doesn't yeah. like violence. So. I, there is some violence, but it's more 
um, psychological violence, if you will. And then the character uh, Jimmy McGill, who becomes Saul Goodman, get it? Hey, it's Saul Goodman. Um, that's that's how he got his name. I did not get it. <laughs> yeah, Saul Goodman. Uh, he is. It, it, his portrayal of this character was great in, in Breaking Bad. It's a thousand times better in this one mm-hmm. because you see the transformation of the lawyer he was to the lawyer he's going to become and the struggle to get there because he basically does away with his moral compass. And he doesn't really break bad the way Walter White did in Breaking Bad. But he's also not really a good guy, but he kind of is. He's such a complex, layered character. Um, it's just, it's it's so well written. It's amazing that they're doing something this good on ostensibly network television. Hmm. Yeah, it was AMC, right? It is. Yeah. Which I can't believe they're still doing um, the zombie shows. <laughs> I'll see. I the am not a zombie that. fan. I can't help it. I. Well, especially at the moment, it seems a little bit too close. <laughs> I didn't even think about that, David. But yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just never got into zombie shows. I... I'm with you, Alan. I've got, to, I've got to be honest. You go back and watch the first few episodes of The Walking Dead, and there's no Russian toilet paper, so you just think, this isn't realistic. This is, this is not realistic. <laughs> they were already um, out of toilet paper at that point. <laughs> David, are yeah, you because remember when he wakes up, he's been in a coma for a while, and yeah. the zombie apocalypse has already happened. Which is why I think that first, I think I think that should have been one season and done, because that first episode of The Walking Dead is a brilliant piece of television history. Hmm. To wake up and it's the zombie apocalypse, and oh my god, it was so well done. Um, but you can only take that so far it's just ugh. it just became a show about gore and I'm not interested in that on any level what was it's, the Will me, Smith boring. movie that was uh, I, I Am Legend. Legend sorry I Am Legend I Am Legend I said I like that one I thought that was actually a good show about but, but it's not really about zombies it's not really about zombies same kind of idea though yeah, but it's character driven, and and that's the difference. Where the first season, maybe even two of The Walking Dead, was character driven, and now it's just it's about zombies and how evil humans are, and that the zombies aren't actually the threat; it's the other humans that survived. Um, snore, I don't care. <laughs> you know, David, it's just, I would ask David, are you seeing the same thing on toilet paper in in England that we're oh yeah. seeing here? We spent. 40 minutes this morning trying to do an online shop because with, with us having people in the house who are immunocompromised, we're really trying to avoid going out at all. Right. We couldn't get a, we couldn't get a delivery slot till the 4th of April. We um, said that. <laughs> yeah, and when uh, when we having spent 40 minutes actually doing the order, we couldn't check out because the website crashed. <laughs> so, um, yeah, wow. that's, that's pretty much where we are. I, I, went, I went to the store, um, I think it was the end of last week, and it was weird. Some things are, uh, I mean, quite a lot of things are, are fully available, but the things that are not, it's a weird pattern. Bread, obviously, toilet paper, definitely. Um, all the ready meals, like all the stuff that you put in the microwave to eat, is all gone. Yeah. But you know, if you want to eat like fresh, regular stuff, if you fancy fresh <coughs> fish or um, salad or anything like that, there's plenty of that. There's plenty of that available. Um, dried pasta, no. Yeah, we had that. Right. Tuna yeah. fish. For whatever reason, tuna fish yeah. and rice is all gone. Yeah. But what um, I don't get is people are hoarding water. It's, I, yeah. I, there's one well, that the yeah. farmer's market says, I hear her say, so it's, well, i got to go buy water because they're going to turn my water off. Really? Yeah. <laughs> well, here, here in Britain, no, we've never really been big bottled water drinkers like you guys are, so okay. we've not really seen that. Um, because we just don't really buy it anyway. We tend to drink water out of the tap. <laughs> so do we yeah I, so the reason i asked that tim is because i've been watching youtube videos of people fighting over toilet paper yeah that's entertainment all on its, its own for a different very hard not to laugh and cry at the same time you cry yeah. how stupid people yeah. are which yep. shocker <laughs> i know um yeah it, it's a weird thing um obviously we're, we're seeing that here I was at, we went to, we got a local grocery store called Meyer. It's kind of regional. 
And, um, you know, Meyer was the store that, you know, before Christmas, my parents would take me to figure out which presents I want because they had a big toy department. And then it's also a grocery store and they have clothing and it's, it's, you know, kind of like Target, it sounds like. Kind of like Target or, or Walmart. Well, we went there and the parking lot was almost completely full and I was like, screw that. I'm not going in there. Uh, so then we went across the street to Walmart and they had a quarter of the cars, which kind of surprised me. I thought, well, geez, we might as well go to Walmart then. Cause there was this basic stuff that we had to pick up grocery yeah. shopping. And I was surprised at how much was gone. But what really rocked my world is I was in the fro no the fresh meat section looking and I didn't buy anything but I was looking to see what was available and most things were there, although weirdly enough they were out of hamburger. Um, and here comes this Walmart employee, and she's got two, um, what was it? Uh, two rolls of toilet paper, the packages under each arm and in her hand she had two more rolls or two more packages not rolls and she comes right up to my car and says do you need toilet paper i said i said no i'm i'm good are you sure (laughs) yeah you're you're doing cart to cart toilet paper delivery now (laughs) this is really weird (laughs) and she laughed because that's literally what i said is you're doing cart to cart toilet paper delivery and uh it was bizarre I don't get this this rush to get have to have everything. <clears throat> when they did the lockdown in the Bay Area, we waited till the next morning because everybody went out. They said it starts right. at midnight. People went crazy at the grocery stores. And then we went down there about 8, 8 a.m. in the morning and there was no one there. And we just walked in and got what we wanted and left. It It's, it's so bizarre. You would think that uh, people would be more intelligent in this day and age, but I think we keep proving over and over we're just not. We're not. <laughs> uh, well, uh, do you remember? Um, I remember those that uh, that quote by um, it was Tommy Lee Jones in the first Men in Black movie, where he said he said a person is smart, people are stupid, animalistic, uh, and <laughs> completely driven by by emotion, and he went uh, went on to to basically go and say that you don't. You know, you can have a conversation with a person, convince them of something, but if you publish to the to the world at large, and he was saying that that aliens exist, <laughs> yeah, then the world would just go crazy. And he it, and and he's exactly right. It's the yep. it's the mob mentality. And the problem is, people go to the store, they see other people panic buying, and think, well, I better panic buy as well. Yeah, yeah. You know? Otherwise, otherwise, I'll be left out. <clears throat> and there was a story on the news last night of a. Um, a healthcare worker. She's working the hospitals uh, at the moment. Critical intensive care, looking after people with coronavirus symptoms. <coughs> and she comes. She comes out after work, and she goes to the store. Obviously, she's working late. She goes to the store, and she can't buy any food because everyone's already gone out and bought it. You know. And this is the problem. They all the stores here now have restrictions in place about how much you can buy of any item. And when I, when I was at store the, the store the other day, they had a police CCTV van parked outside the store, basically looking for people who were bulk buying. Because what the bulk buyers are trying to do now, because they can't, they can't buy in one go, is they'll, they'll go in, they'll buy a whole load of shopping, they'll go and put it in their car, and then they'll come in and buy again. And yep. they were using CCTV to try and find those people. I, I, when I was at Walmart that day, there was one guy that had a, he was grabbing as much toilet paper as he could. <laughs> and I, I stopped and I just looked at him and I went, ew. And he looked at me like he had no idea what I was talking about, but he did. Yeah. And when I came back and I saw him a couple lanes later and I just shook my head, he looked right at me and I just shook my head like, you're disgusting. Yeah. Agreed. I, I just oh. wanted to publicly, sh- I wanted to stop and go, Put it back. What are you doing? Yeah. You're disgusting. You're you're you are the problem in society today. You disgusting jerk off pig. But of course, I didn't. I wanted to. I kept thinking about it after I left. I said I should have said something to him. What a disgusting human being. But you know, I, I had to get my card up there to get those four hundred um, Snicker bars. So. <laughs> That's you were, you were, you were, you're about you were, that, yeah, Meyer. yeah, you were, you were staring at him from your mound of toilet roll, weren't you? Yes. 
the, the answer is yes, Owen. It was Fred Meyer. He started Meyers. Okay. Yeah, it's it's a really good store. My uh, second oldest actually is a cashier there. She's going through uh, um, school, college. And, um, you know, I, I've always liked going to Meyer, and it, it's not – doesn't have that stigma. There's a stigma, I think, associated with Walmart, for instance, um, sort of. that people don't like to shop at Walmart because of what the company represents, which I guess is making profit. Um, but they treat their employees like crap and blah, 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 blah. And so we always went to Meyer. But then I hear these stories from Brittany about how Meyer treats some employees. And I'm like, well, I guess it's kind of epidemic of the entire uh, industry. That if you work for a big department store or, uh, you know, superstore, if you will, that's just how it is. That's the way they treat people. Sadly. You know, because she was only working part time so she can go to school or while she was going to school. And whenever she got a new manager and the manager said, here's your new schedule. And she goes, I can't work these hours. Those are when I'm in school. And they said, this manager said, that's the new schedule. You're going to work it. And she says, no, I'm not going to work it. I'm going to school. And this manager Brittany's 21, literally said, what's more important, your school or working here? <laughs> and and to Brittany's credit, she went, school. Yeah. And the lady just looked at her and walked away. Brittany went over her head and got it straightened out. But that that was the mentality. What's more important, wow. school or this job? Uh, School, yeah. bitch. What are you yeah. talking about? Wow. What are you, stupid? Well, when she says that, she means what's more important, you doing what you're told or you calling causing me a problem? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, what she you're means. right. You're yeah. absolutely yeah. right. Yeah, it's 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 dumbfounding. Um, well, I asked you because I used to sell to them when I was selling stereo car stereos and elect- home electronics. They were oh, really? they, they were a big account, huge. Oh, they're big in Chicago, but they started here in West Michigan, uh, in Grand Rapids. Huh. So we've got actually two Meyer here in Battle Creek. There's three in Kalamazoo. Um, I go there all the time because they accept Apple CarPlay at the pump because they have gas stations too. So I'm at with my Sequoia. I'm at the uh, wait, wait, wait. CarPlay station. at the pump? Or I'm sorry, Apple, 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 Pay. Apple Pay. Okay, yeah. sorry. I, I thought there's something I didn't know about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I there was a leak. I, I, I know you work for Apple. It's a completely different division. They filled me in. Yeah. You wouldn't, um, you wouldn't know about it, Owen, because you're working from home, which means the cone of silence is even worse than normal. It's That's even right. worse. <laughs> Apple, yeah. I will say that Apple's security is so much stronger than it was when I If you wanted to ask me what the new watch is going to look like, I don't know. Not because I can't tell you. I just don't know. They keep it very secret. You know, there's big leaks going on with iOS 14 right now. And some of the code, people dissect the code and figure out what the products are coming out. And they were pretty much spot on with all the new hardware that Apple just released, which we'll probably talk about on the next Tech Fan. But I got to say, David, I kind of want that new iPad. Yeah, I did too, <laughs> until I saw how much it was. And yeah, then, well. You know, and that. then $350 for the keyboard as well. And at that point, I thought, yeah, it's too rich for my life. I've got to be completely honest with you. The issue, I think... Um, at the moment with the iPad is that the base iPad, the entry level one is so good. You really yep. have to talk yourself into getting the better ones. I bought one of the base level ones when I was in, in Florida in February. Um, and I've, I've started using, I, I've basically, I've, I've sold my, uh, my iPad Pro because everything I need to do, I can do on the base one just fine. Huh. I, I always forget which one I have. Yeah. I do too. I do too, and I work there. <laughs> so I've got the. See, I always thought I had a smaller one. I've got an iPad Pro 10.5 inch. Okay. That's what I have. Yeah. In a keyboard? No, I don't. I, what do I need a keyboard for? If I'm going to type, I'm going to get on the Mac. I never understood. I don't have the desk space to put another keyboard with this iPad, and then it's a compromised experience compared to the full size keyboard I have sitting in front of the iMac. Why would I? I. I I guess if I took it somewhere, sure, but yeah, I travel but, with mine. So I yeah, well, that's a different use case, hundred percent. And if I travel all the time, I still might take it. But even then, probably not. I think I would rather take my seventeen-inch MacBook Pro, even though it's a lot slower. It's still a whole lot nicer to, to type on that than it is an iPad keyboard. Hmm. I actually have a Bridge keyboard on my my Mini, which I just love. 
that's but that's I, a, I still can't do I still can't do half as much on my iPad, nor could I on the iPad Pro when they just released that I could do on my Mac. Yeah, my workflow true. is such that, you know, well, just recording this podcast. I'm talking to you guys on Skype. I'm recording in Audio Hijack Pro. I've got different windows open, and I can see everything all at the same time in front of this 27-inch external Asus monitor. <clears throat> what? what uh, where's the benefit <laughs> at all with an iPad doing this? I couldn't do it, number one. But number two, it's a much smaller screen. Yeah, I, I can't go back and forth with a quick mouse. It it makes no sense. No, I get it. I completely get it. Yep. It's in, it'll be interesting to see how things move forward because obviously uh, with the new mouse support now, we, we're getting more computer-like features to the iPad. So um, that will be interesting to see how it develops. I, I'm still interested in that new Surface when it comes out in another year or so. I don't well, know when the, that thing's going to come the out. The dual screen one. Yeah. That I'm yeah. kind of interested in. I'm not going to buy one, but I wouldn't refuse one if someone wanted to give me one. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's, it's, it's interesting. So, you want me to, I'll, I'll pull us back to what... Uh, uh, go ahead. I was going to say no, I was going to no. pull us back on topic because Disney's announced that Onward is going to be on sale tonight and on Disney Plus as of April 1st. Oh, wow. Well, that's yeah. That's because people can't get to theaters. Right. Be, I mean, that's an interesting thing because huh. really at this point we're looking the whole summer blockbuster season is off. It kind but of what, is, and I just posted yeah. on Facebook. I think Disney should release Black Widow on on Disney Plus. I agree. Yeah. Well, the fact you that they're releasing one word. Yeah. Sorry. I will. I will have it from next week because it's due. Um, it's due in four days' time here okay. in the UK. The fact that they're releasing onwards so fast to Disney Plus and not just leaving it out there for sale is really big too. Uh, Bloodshot, Bloodshot just came out in the theaters last week, and they're already releasing it next week in in digital. I heard it's a terrible movie, Vin Diesel, but I, I think I think in in fact, isn't it Universal? NBC Universal just said um, they're looking at not just because of what's going on right now, but yeah, it, almost immediately, on demand. The same time they release them in theaters. Now, they're they're looking at that model way more seriously, because even though this epidemic, uh, this pandemic that's going on right now, will end, we'll get back to normal. We will. It'll be a new normal, but we'll get back to normal. I think that working from home, spending less time out, unfortunately, uh, less gatherings. Um, I think that's going to become a lot of people's new normal. I think this is going to have a lasting effect, especially on stuff like going to the movies. And I think we're going to see uh, a huge shift within the next 12 to 24 months of, of <clears throat> big movies being released on Disney Plus, on Apple TV Plus, on Netflix. Because we've already seen it, and I think that's only going to accelerate. And it's going to be the demise of many, many movie theaters. Does anybody no, disagree? Nope. 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 There's yeah. an announcement. NBC Universal said they will be releasing pictures simultaneously now in theaters and on demand. And I'll be honest with you. Now, I've got a big TV. It's, what, 60-inch, 65-inch in the living room. I've got a big screen here on my Mac. I don't care about going to the movie theaters anymore. I just don't. I don't yeah. get any more experience of going to the theater and watching with a whole bunch of strangers I get more, especially if it's a movie that the kids don't want to watch, my wife has no interest in, which is most of them. Um, I'd rather sit here on my Mac after the kids go to bed and watch the movie right here, like I did. Yep, the food's a lot cheaper that way, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Plus, you can pause it. You can use the bathroom. You can watch half of it before you go to work and the other half right. when you get home. I mean, it's the, the convenience factor alone completely destroys going to the movie theater. Yeah. But, and honestly, the the twenty dollar price that Universal is going to charge for the to watch the movie while it's in the theater, I don't think that's unreasonable. It's still cheaper than if you took three people to the theater, or even right. two. If you just took you and your son to the theater to watch Onward, well, twenty bucks is the tickets, and that's before you get any pop or ice cream. So it's already cheaper. Yep. So I didn't see the price. That's what it is. Twenty bucks. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Or just you wait guys, for another week and it'll be on Disney Plus. Yeah. Well, do you, do you, I don't know about I don't know about England. Do you guys have those theaters now with the big reclining seats? And uh, we we have a few of them. 
Um, <coughs> They're not, everywhere not that, here now. Yeah, not that many because we have um, we have relatively fewer movie theaters per you know per head of sure. person because we got we've got less space. But yeah, there are the the one nearest the movie theater nearest me converted to that. Um, and and actually, the, the, the one there's one theatre chain as well that's drastically reduced the price of its tickets. Did it about two three years ago, and now basically every movie is five pounds every time you go, which wow. makes it a lot more a lot more affordable. Um, but even then, you'd rather <laughs> stay at home. You'd rather not. You know, you've still got to think about parking. You've got no, to travel, agree. the food, and all of that sort of thing. Yeah, I'd absolutely rather stay at home. The only advantage at the moment that movie theaters have got, if they're open, that that home doesn't, is they have toilet paper and we don't. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's probably the perfect uh, segue to wrap up the show, so David can go wipe. Um, <laughs> we will be back, David and I, next week with Tech Fan. Um, and you know, honestly, if, if if things keep going the way they have been and people are working from home, Dave and I are completely open to bringing some other people on the show. Uh, Owen and Donnie, I'd love to have you guys, maybe not I'll be all free. four of us, but bring one of you guys back for tech fan. And then the week after, if this is still going on, bring one of you guys in again for geeks pub. If there's somebody out there listening that would like to join in sometime, let us know, you know, especially with geeks pub, that it's just kind of way open on content. What we can talk about. Yeah. I mean, we could, be honest david we own both shows so we can do whatever we want but we want to focus more tech fan on tech stuff and everything else here on geeks pub so with that we're going to wrap up the show we'd love to get your feedback it's still uh still i'm incredibly lazy and i haven't set up its own thing yet but um just hit us up on tech fan tech fan on twitter tech fan podcast on uh facebook and of course the show at techfanpodcast.com and uh We will see you guys in a week. Bye. Bye. Bye.